Hey, everyone. Welcome to our Asset Management Friday segment of the Passive Income Through Multifamily Real Estate Podcast. I'm your co-host, Kyle Mitchell, also joined by Gary Lipsky. This segment is focused on educating operators, building better systems, and becoming a best-in-class operator. Also, be sure to check out our Facebook group, Passive Income Through Multifamily Real Estate. All right. Today on the show, we have Prashant Satiskar. How are you doing, Prashant? Good. Doing great. Thanks for having me, guys. Awesome. Thanks for being on. If you want to start by telling the listeners a little bit more about yourself and what you currently do. Absolutely. So this is Prashant Satoskar based out of Dallas. I'm a recovering technologist, spent 20 plus years in the technology space, uh, first as a consultant, then as a business owner. I started investing in single families back in 2005, but over time kind of realized quickly that I couldn't scale. So jumped into multifamily first as a passive in 2016, went into- This podcast is sponsored by Bullpen. Bullpen is an online marketplace where you can find and hire top-notch commercial real estate analysts on an hourly or part-time basis to support your deals. The analysts on Bullpen have various skill sets from office brokerage in Topeka to multifamily development in New York and everything in between. We use Bullpen as a second set of eyes on all of our underwriting. Find your next analyst using Bullpen at www.bullpenre.com. Use our promo code APTCAPITAL when you sign up to receive a $100 credit towards your first hire. You know, almost at 2,500 doors as a passive investor within a year. And caught the bug, thought, you know, thought of making the move. So jumped into being a GP and a, you know, asset manager in 2016. So we started our company in 2016. Now we own 700 plus doors. Uh, We've gone full cycle on one of the deals already. So this is what we do full time. So essentially, you know, buy B and C class multifamily assets in the Texas uh, major markets. Great. Thanks for being on, Prashant. Um, I know you're a big financial analysis guy, so let's, let's talk about uh, some of the key things that you focus on when it comes to financial analysis. Yeah, no, sure. So as asset managers, really, I mean, we, our goal is really to maximize the potential of every asset, right? So I mean, there's a, several things we look at, you know, operations, capex, contracts, you know, managing staff and stuff. But financial analysis part is a very critical aspect of what we do, right? Because that's where the data is. That's where we, you know, get some actionable, you know, data to act on other areas of our, you know, uh, asset management duties. So, so what do we look at, right? So typically, obviously, we start first with occupancy collection and NOI, so which is the most common metric that people look at. And uh, we currently use a third-party property management company, so we get our daily, you know, occupancy and collections report automatically through Resmin, which is what we use. And at the end of the month, we get the financial package from our property management company. So that's where the NOI comes in, right? So we look at, you know, P&L first, you know, to figure out what is our NOI trends. And we also look at... Um, you know, budget to actuals to see how we are trending, you know, compared to what we had budgeted, what we are spending. And within, you know, digging deeper into the NOI aspect of things, you know, we are looking at um, the, you know, revenue side to see if we are optimizing revenue, right? I mean, you can have revenue trend that you see going up, but 
we look deeper to see is there any opportunity to make it better, right? So we look at, you know, things like, you know, are the rents okay compared to the market, you know, comps, um, you know, how, how are our CapEx, uh, you know, uh, improvements impacting the rents? Are there any opportunities to increase rents? You know, we look at things like renewals, because depending on the seasonality, you know, we may have a different strategy for renewals and, you know, do we want to give concessions and all that stuff, right? So that's on the revenue side. Same thing on the expense side. So we look at, you know, where where can we cut expenses, looking at contracts, looking at R&M, you know, payroll and all that good stuff. So that that's really gets us to the NOI part, which kind of g- gives us a directional view on where we are heading. But the NOI metric in itself is really not as meaningful as operators, right? So and your NOI is great when you're buying a deal and when you're selling a deal that gives you the value of the property. But the real metric that we are looking for is cash flow, right? So you can have a great NOI, but if there's stuff below the line in your books that eats into all that cash that you generated, then your cash flow can be zero. So the next level of analysis that we try to do is, you know, figure out where we are on the cash flow perspective. So that's where we look at, you know, uh, statements like the you know, cash flow statement, you know, AP aging statement, you know, our, uh, you know, balance sheet, et cetera. And that's where we see, you know, we can, uh, you know, dig deeper into uh, unplanned CapEx, for example, that goes below the line that can eat into the cash, right? Uh, Or, you know, your cash flow statement might show you, you got 100K worth of cash that you generated, but you may have 120K worth of accounts payable that's sitting there, that you don't know of that that is going to eat up all that cash. So so the basically we start top down and dig deeper into these various aspects of the financials to truly understand, you know, what is our financial position, right? And then we make some adjustments a lot of times, you know, we have to do some reclasses and stuff. You can move stuff, you know, moving stuff above the line or below the line to kind of, you know, manage our business plan and, you know, make some decisions on where do we need to cut back? Where do we need to spend more, et cetera, et cetera. So really it's a top-down analysis that we do. And we have, uh, you know, several KPIs that we look at in addition to our standard, you know, income expense and NOI stuff. But in the end, really it's all about cash flow, And that's what we're trying to get at, you know, on a monthly basis. We just want to keep an eye on that metric. I love how you you answered that. I mean, that's exactly what Kyle and I do. And I love that you mentioned accounts uh, payable because mm. I think that's where you know it could look really rosy if you're not if you're not looking behind the curtain, you know. And absolutely. And, and property management companies will will fool you sometimes on that. No, absolutely, absolutely. And we've had situations. I mean, like I mentioned, I was a passive first, right? So we had situations where you know, I'd invested and, you know, people distributed too early thinking, didn't, didn't, not knowing that there's all this hidden stuff, which had to be paid at some point. And, you know, that's when it comes and bites you, right? And suddenly you realize, oops, you should have held back a little bit to pay all those bills that you didn't know existed. So, so it's always a so interesting. I want to dive a little bit deeper. You mentioned some of these other KPIs that might not be, you know, what everyone else is looking at. So I'm, I'm curious what you're what you're looking at as well. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's it's all about, you know, I mean, even even at the marketing side, right? I mean, we are looking at, you know, what how much are we spending and what is the return of the spend that we are getting, right? 
you know, I mean, also traffic, let's say we have X number of traffic, but what is the conversion rate? You know, are you monitoring all that stuff? You know, if you're spending X dollars on CapEx, you know, what is what is the ROI that you're getting? Are you really getting the rents that you need to get or do you make some tweaks to get the ratio, you know, correctly? And on the financial side, it's really, I mean, always start with, you know, the standard NOI stuff and then, you know, dig deeper into, uh, you know, getting to the cash flow component of it and tie all these things together, right? Besides uh, Resmin and Excel, do you have any other uh, tools that you're using to help, uh, you know, track the conversion and, and whatnot? No, so far, I mean, that's the goal to get to an automated system, but this is, you know, over the last couple of years, we've been just, you know, uh, improving our Excel model. And we, now we feel that we've gotten to a stage where we can get the metrics in a fairly automated fashion. And we are looking at some, you know, building really our in-house BI based tool that can give us a little bit more, you know, robust, um, you know, dashboard like metrics that we can look at rather than, you know, doing it on manually. But so far, it still happens to be Excel. And um, do you have, you know, when you're going through your um, your financial analysis, do you have a, a standard, uh, you know, you've listed all the different things, but do you have like a, a checklist that you that you use every single month or, you, I mean, it's just because you've just kind of taught yourself over time and you've, you've got it nailed in. Yeah, it's not, I mean, it, we've got like a template which really, follow, you know, follows that process, right? You know, you start top down and can keep drilling deep, deeper and are really the last line in our analysis, okay, how much cash do we have? So we kind of, you know, keep tying all these pieces together, but there's no specific checklist as such, but it's really all these components that I just mentioned, right? Correct. Uh, pass it over to Kyle. All right, Prashant, what is your asset management superpower? Oh, wow. <laughs> so, I mean, my, I mean, I'm an engineer and I had a consulting company. So in my past life, really, I was used to dealing with various functions within the company, like marketing, sales, you know, consulting, operations, and how all these things tie together. And asset management is really the same thing, right? I mean, essentially, oh, you have mm-hmm. all these moving parts and, you know, and you, you tweak one liver and it impacts something else. So essentially that experience has helped me. So I guess, you know, understanding the big picture and tying all these pieces together and, you know, being agile and acting on these, uh, you know, the information that we can gather is really what I think I can do a pretty good job of. Yeah, perfect. Well, Prashant, we appreciate you coming on, talking to us a little bit about financial analysis. If you can tell the listeners where they can find out more about you. Absolutely. They can go to www.catequity.com. That's our website. So that's C-A-T-E-Q-U-I-T-Y.com. Or they can email me at Prashant, P-R-A-S-H-A-N-T, at catequity.com. Awesome. And to our listeners out there, thank you for listening in. If you like this episode, please help us out by uh, giving us a like, subscribe, and review so we continue to grow the podcast. And we'll talk to everyone next week. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for tuning in. We really appreciate your support. If you're interested in learning more about APT Capital Group and speaking to someone on our team, click on the link and schedule a call with us. We're here to help and we'd be excited to speak with you and get to know more about you and your goals. Talk to you soon.